Okay, so Marilyn, when we last uh, when we <laughs> when we le- last left off, uh, we were discussing. Uh, we, we just stopped just at the point where Cohen was heading into the Royal Alexandra Hospital in Edmonton, where he was being admitted after a number of um, you know, months trying to get some meds going and working through some of the talk therapy and. Long story short, yeah, we just ran out of options and decided to um, admit him. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe take a, take us through that. Sure. So, yeah, Cohen was admitted um, in November after, I guess, a few months of being on the wait list. Um, he was admitted into the hospital to basically to give him um, some more... Uh, workups to see what was going on there, provide a safe place for him to stay while this was all happening. Uh, we had been through a lot of different medications and therapists and such, so this was kind of the, ne- the next step to, to provide some hope for him. And uh, yeah, so we admitted him in. He would be admitted in during, I guess he went in the beginning of the week. They did a workup on him. He spent the week there. We would pick him up on a Friday after school. They provided a school there for them. And uh, so he would come home on a Friday. We would take him back on a Sunday night and uh, loop that all over again each week. Parents uh, were not encouraged to come in to visit too often. They wanted uh, the kids to have a chance to, I guess, I don't know, to observe them and stuff as much as possible. Uh, we did go in every day. We we did go in every day to see him. Um, he was well enough. We could take him out of the unit, take him for coffee every day after work. This, um, yeah, and so they did some, some workups on him and wasn't in there for too long, maybe a week or so, when they started to talk about the ECT. Yeah. Yeah, so it was brought up that this would be a, probably be a good option for him because he had had so many medications in the past and we hadn't found one that worked yet. And this had been going on for quite some time, for months actually. So it was becoming really hard on him and the hope was starting to go down. So we discussed it um, as a family and Cohen was fully on board with it, wanted it. Um, Karak was on board with it. I was on board with it too, but I was a little bit nervous about it. Um, but I, um, I realized soon after that this was what he needed to have done. So, so we agreed to it and it started up, I don't know how long after he was in the hospital, but not too long. No, no, I don't think it was that long. Yeah. So they, what they do is they put your child to sleep. I guess it's kind of a twilight sleep. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, sed- uh sedation, right? Is that the... Anesthesi- yeah, uh, the anesthesiologist or whatever. Well, yeah, I mean, I... Yeah. Should I How much do you remember? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was very, it was very heavy. It was not twilight. I mean, they're inducing you into a seizure, so... Yeah, <laughs> they make sure that you're basically... A, they treat like a surgery, I think, right? More, mostly yeah. like yeah. I, um Well, when we just met the new doctor, I listed it as one of my surgeries. Sure, yeah. Because I feel like it's important to note. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, no, they give... Well, what was it? Is it propofol? Is that what it's called? I think, oh, yeah, I think you were having if that. If it's propofol, yeah, that's... It was the one Michael Jackson had. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's propofol, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was propofol. And it, I, I do remember the when they give it to you, they start to, like, they put your IV in and then they put some saline in. And I remember smelling the, the salt water. Yeah. And then um, they say, okay, we're going to inject it now. And then they, and it's like 10 seconds. And I remember trying to stay awake, but... Your, your ears start ringing really loud and then you just you're, you're wow. out and then you just wake up <laughs> but i do have some i guess fond memories of like um there was an, a girl named kitty that worked there as one of yeah. the like, nurses and say okay cohen we're gonna send you to sleep she's like it was kind of creepy she was like we'll take good care of you sweet dreams <laughs> and i was like yeah and i remember there were two posters on the on the roof so when I was laying there, not getting knocked out, I would look up and try and read them and memorize. I had them memorized. I don't know. They were <laughs> inspirational quotes. But yeah. Yeah. I do. That's what I remember from that. Yeah. And when I woke up in the waiting area, they'd give me um, peanut butter crackers. 
and uh, ginger ale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, nice. yeah, and I could answer. I usually could always remember everything because they ask you like, "What's your name?" Blah blah blah. Um, but I I would always forget what hospital I was at. Was oh, the one sure. I, I remember? I always forgot. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. It's kind of weird, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I. It's just like it's strange feeling, like when, especially when you know you know that they're gonna miss have blocks of memory that aren't there. Yeah. And it's they told us like not to be alarmed that he would have lapses of memory. And I think if I remember right, they said not to like draw attention to it. Yeah. Just to like, don't like question and ask like, well, don't you remember? Or do you remember this or that? Just let it come back. Let it just settle down and, and everything. And in your experiences were a little bit different than Amy's in the way that it affected you with memory. Yeah, because you actually would remember quite a bit prior. It was mostly later on that I started to not remember. I mean, even it comes up like even the uh, two days ago, my girlfriend and her friend were talking about something that was that that the summer before that, and I like I was there. Oh yeah, we were hanging out with Tommy and his sister. I was like, who the fuck is Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yeah. But, must be a weird feeling. Well, and some of that too, I think, uh, I just even know for myself, like, it, you know, there's times of my life where I think I was probably a little more depressed and then sometimes you just don't remember those times. So it may have been due to the ECT or maybe it was just cause you weren't feeling great. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, I mean, you know, here you are. So, um, after how many was it, did we figure out a dozen, 15 treatments? I, I don't know. I had all the, I had that all in my notes, but I, I don't have them. So but there was a lot because it went on in the hospital for, I think he... It was three times uh, a week. Three times a week. For, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, and then it was day. for a few weeks. And then once Cohen was discharged from the hospital, it went into outpatient ECT. And in the video we have done of Cohen's journey, which will be posted sometime, you'll see when it shifted to outpatient ECT and what that was like. Yeah. But that, that went on for a while. That went on until January. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if I recall, too, it, boy, it, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but a lot of it's kind of a blur. But did we start to taper it down and then we put it back up again? Because I think we felt like maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But it is one of those things where it's such a, a long, it's a long game, right? So, it's gradual. Yeah. And, uh, it, yeah, it's not something that you have done and then there's an immediate, you know, reaction, I, at least not in our experiences, no, but it's something it's... that all of a sudden kind of comes along. And then there also was a medication switch around that time too, that worked quite well for you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, you went on to, um, a Wellbutrin a little bit later on there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because those few months following were kind of bad. And then once, I think June, July came around, I was when I started to be like, okay, it's, yeah. you know, I'm, I can I can do this. From what I, I don't remember a lot of it, but um, I do, I remember we did bingo on maybe like Tuesdays or Fridays, a day. Right. There was bingo night. There were and video games too. Yes, food. yes. You get pizza, I think, one night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. Um, I remember I had a, because you're not allowed to have phones or anything. You don't bring anything in, just your clothes. Yeah. Um, and so, but I was allowed to bring in an iPod, so I brought in that <laughs> old iPod. I don't remember which one it was. It was mine, yeah. I remember it was yeah. the old gray, but I don't know what generation it was. Yeah. But, uh, and we put, tool on it because <laughs> tool wasn't on streaming at the time so i had it on mp3 yeah right, so yeah. whenever i listen to um particularly the song vicarious by tool that's one of my favorite tool songs yeah it's kick ass <laughs> so yeah. i always think of the hospital um and laying in my bed and whatever <laughs> but um yeah bingo was cool 
I remember I won a thing of hair ties for my girlfriend in there. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to pick. I think I got like chips or something. Um, How was the staff? Awesome. Yeah, I don't think there was anyone I didn't like. Yeah. Um, yeah, the school. I mean, I, I I tried for a bit, and then I ended up just listening to music on YouTube. Yeah. For like six hours for school. Um, but, and actually I know that's another music I associate with the hospital is, um, Albatross, the album, mm -hmm. Albatross by mm -hmm. Thornley. It's one of my favorite, or by Thornley, fuck, by Big Rack. Um, yeah. it's one of my favorite albums. Yeah. Um, the song Wolves particularly is gorgeous. The vocals. So that, a lot of music memories yeah. <laughs> from everything. That's good. But, um, yeah, I guess. I don't know, and I do remember you guys coming to visit. I didn't know it was every day, though. I thought it was just, like, once a week, but, yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, That's kind of cool, I guess. Yeah, um, we took you to Timmy Horton's for coffee. Yeah, okay, so that might be part of how I got through it. Cause I think it's kind of, yeah. kind of a miserable existence, just yeah. in a well, hospital. It was a rough time for you. I mean, it was a rough it time was. leading up to it as well, right? So. We, oh, yeah. 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 Um, I think it was good, though. Um I guess that's kind of the most... I remember playing Mario Bros. on the Wii U. I think it was New Super Mario Bros. U for the Wii U. Um, and I remember meeting two people there, and we were going to do some music things. And You took a guitar. We never got in contact. I don't remember taking a guitar. Well, there was a... You did, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There was a guitar there, yeah. maybe, or they kept yours in the closet, Actually, I, I think. think. Yeah, I think we took your, your black. I remember yeah. you sitting on the floor with somebody. Oh, yeah. Was, I, don't I don't know if it was that. a girl or... I think so. Yeah, there was a girl named Gabby or something. And there was a guy named Brock, I think. Yes, there was, yeah. got along pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I should contact them. I think I have their contact information yeah. still. Um, Did you ever feel uh, frightened by some of the people that were in there? Not frightened. Um, <laughs> I think it kind of makes you almost appreciate your... <laughs> circumstance when you see some of the people in there yeah um some not not in people. a not in an offensive way but just yeah there are some very ill people yeah that are yeah i mean i don't think you should put things like that on a scale but at some point you know you see somebody that's talking to a wall and you're like oh <laughs> you know, maybe i'm maybe it's not so bad for me I don't not think that that's, that helps, well, I don't think that's uncommon. I know like we even felt that mm -hmm. when we've gone through phases mm -hmm. of uh, like parent support or whatever too. It's like, well, what are we doing here? We, we don't have near the problems these guys have, but we, yeah. you know, everyone does have their own mm -hmm. problems. It's yeah. Just different. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Did you feel that the ECT, do you feel that it was a time when you noticed that it started to help? Don't know. I, I have, I have no idea, it's honestly. pretty blurry, eh? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if it just gradually kind of, I don't know, really. I mean, I actually haven't done a whole lot of research into the effects of ECT, so that's something I should probably do, but um, yeah, probably they, helped, I'd assume. Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I think, think so. it helped, yeah. too. But it's a, it's a weird one, I think we found. Yeah, it's not immediate, right? Yeah, and, well, and it's almost like a, <laughs> like a lobotomy, I guess. I don't know. Probably well, more researched and ethical than a lobotomy, but, um, <laughs> uh, you know, lobotomies were kind of a hit or miss, like maybe mm -hmm. it's going to help you. We don't know. It might. <laughs> That's how ECT started as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But I do think they have refined that yeah, a lot, absolutely, but, yeah. but still, yeah, for sure. Yeah. The brain is a, a very hard thing to uh, diagnose. <laughs> yes, right. Well, I, yeah. I remember it was weird because we would get reports, of course, from them and they would say, well, yeah, he had a 30-second long seizure today yeah, or yeah. whatever. And it was just so, it was That's surreal, weird, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. It was really weird to think about that. Yeah, I never even really think thought about it. Well, a little bit, but. Especially when you, you know, if you've ever, did we have to see a video on it? With Amy. With Amy, we did. And I think we could have with him too, but we just didn't. Well, bother, we didn't right? because we'd already seen it. Yeah, or maybe it was a different video, but it'd be the same idea. But, you know, and, and the way it's portrayed sometimes in, in movies, mm -hmm. it's pretty, uh, well, it's not a great thing, but it, mm -hmm. I think it used to be a lot more archaic or caveman like. Yeah, you know, primal. But, 
that now they, you know, they treat like surgery and if they, they really have it refined to, you know, how much we give and for how long, cause they want you to seize for a long time. I think that's mm. the idea is to uh, redirect the neural pathways or whatever yeah, it is. I have a recollection of talking to the doctor about that. I, I thought the longer, the better, but I'm yeah. not a hundred percent sure that was the case. I think he said just as long as they get them into a seizure. Go for a world record. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to have run. humor. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the uh, the time he was extra sleepy? <laughs> yeah, we won't talk about that. Should we? Should we not? I think we should. It can I happen. It's, it's not I don't think the there's anything bad about it. <laughs> they, uh, they gave him a little too much propofol at one time. And yeah, we, I, we wonder why he was extra drowsy that day. I remember then. that experience because yeah. um, we went to have lunch at Tutti Frutti. Probably. Yeah, we spent Probably. a lot of time with, at Tutti Frutti. Yeah. With your dad. And, yeah. And then um, on the way home, and but I was very tired for some reason. And then, yeah, they said, oh, yeah, we <laughs> had like an extra zero or something <laughs> on the dosage of they propofol. Could, they didn't read the, yeah, the writing so. correct. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, he was really sleepy last time. Yeah. Yeah, Cohen came out of it quite quickly after. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Amy was sleepy for a lot of, like a lot of the yeah. day after that. Uh, yeah. A little different reaction, but Cohen was surprisingly come out of it. And I'm, what I, I remember about Amy, though, she slept a lot. As, as it well, is. she did, She still yeah. does or would if, yeah. would if she wasn't an adulting. Yeah, yeah she was. Yeah. Her depression sleeper. presented a little bit differently than yours. Yeah. She definitely slept a lot. And so oh, yeah, that I remember, could be something to do with it, too. I remember just in the condo where we lived. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know what was going on. I was just playing with Hot Wheels and whatever. And, <laughs> She was always very moody, but now it makes sense. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. She. Uh... Get out of my room. She's playing a computer <laughs> yeah. game. And... Yeah. <laughs> Typical big brother or uh, big little sister, little brother. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah for sure. Well, and then that sort of led into Christmas time and the fact that you, we were told you probably weren't going to remember Christmas that year. So. I only remember I got that obey hoodie. I yeah. don't have it anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, you know, it was a strange feeling f- for us to know that you would lose those memories over the Christmas. But mm-hmm. we did take lots of pictures, and you know, we did what we could there. But you uh, were also going through a rough time personally through that time too, and a lot of it you don't remember, which is not a bad thing. Yeah, almost just like. Uh it's a part of the plan <laughs> yeah you're not supposed to remember and it's it's hard to talk about because it was i don't know it was a pretty painful at the time mm-hmm. but um that sort of has all kind of resolved itself now but there was a time there when there was some personal things going on with your friends yeah so yeah. and yeah i think uh, it's good to have a mature outlook on it like yeah. kids are kids and you know, I'm I'm doing good now, and you bet. I don't yeah. uh, I don't hold any like I, I, if I hold anything against anyone, it's parents. Yeah, I don't. Adults I always yeah. I always um, and I definitely take that from you. Even like yesterday when I was talking about some stuff with people, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I totally think that that parents are. To, I mean, I'm not saying like, like for example, I should blame you guys for what I went through, but just mm-hmm. like for the behaviors of children in regards to other people and um Mm -hmm. how they see things um comes from their parents and Mm -hmm. parents often i think don't realize the effect that they have uh on their children and they need to think about it yeah and i think that yeah that was um that was tough for us to see too because Mm -hmm. we knew the parents so that was difficult and also accepting that everyone has done something wrong, especially with regards to particular situations that everybody can has done something wrong with regards to a particular situation. And um, I don't think I'm in the right or the wrong. I don't think they're in the right or the wrong. I think they probably think they're in the right and I'm in the wrong. And I don't really care. Well, cause, I mean, yeah, and I think like... like <laughs> well, I, you know, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, I just gonna say like I think the only thing I would say about that is that in those situations um you were clearly not doing well you were getting out of the hospital and there was I not think, the support I think that there should have been yeah I think as 
um, perhaps they grow older, they might come to realize that, uh, you know, have a better understanding or maybe, maybe because they haven't had to go through anything like that. They just don't understand. Yes. And that's that's a lot of it. A lot of it is very, very true. Yeah. And that's, that's fine. I would say don't, don't be surprised at the people that come out of the woodwork to really help you, but also don't be surprised that some people you think you thought would be there for you are just like completely absent or, mm-hmm. or are actually not helping at all. Yeah. Right. Which, you know, I think brings up the thing about judging other people and mm-hmm. whatnot. Like it's best to not, you don't know where somebody is. You don't know where they've been. And, um, yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's important to apply that to small circumstances. Uh, like when, uh, like when I'm driving and, somebody like cuts me off Mm -hmm. or something like i have patience because people are just getting by no that's right doesn't it's hard though but yeah Yeah. it it has to be done for sure so yeah we always joke that one of the blessings of the ect was forgetting some of the stuff that happened yeah when you got out of the hospital (laughs) so for sure yeah 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 and it was uh you know, it, and it's been hard for us, Cohen, just so you know, like that because it was such a slow process for you as you like you got better. You know, we weren't quite out of the woods even by the spring. You were definitely more uh, like you had more energy. You were doing things. But, mm-hmm. you know, we still kind of went through a few things. But then by summer, like I felt like, OK, yeah, maybe we're we're OK now. But it's it's a hard like you're almost like afraid to admit that things are okay now because you you feel like you could slip back but for uh, sure yeah and i think that's something that you know you and i can talk about in a podcast sometime too about what it's like to get back to a place where you're actually living some kind of normal life yeah 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 absolutely um yeah i don't know it's uh when you think about like uh i mean i don't even know how what i'm trying to say but because when it started, I was pretty, like, well, let's say maybe really started bad when I was, like, 14, mm-hmm. 15. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't really me. I wasn't really present. You know, I look at pictures. I always had one earbud in. Yeah. Um, and then everything kind of rolled out till maybe when I was 17, I really got on track. So we haven't really, at least for, like, us as an immediate family in a household, like, we haven't really had a lot of i think true adult i mean mind you, you shouldn't have adult stuff when you're like 14 but you know what i mean like we never really got i think mm-hmm. i wasn't fully me mm-hmm. so, and now i am and yeah. now we can kind of experience that yeah um which is good you know awesome. i'll be going to university soon and exactly it's kind of like the the end and the beginning and the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the end of, and, and the end of the beginning actually the too, in some beginning. ways. Yeah. Right? True. Depending on how you look at it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the, the thing we struggled with a lot, I think your mom and I talked about this before with, before you joined, but, uh, is that, you know, as parents, we don't want to over parent either. Right. So, you know, we, mm-hmm. we saw yeah, some, uh, definitely some bits of anxiety through your younger years and then a bit of maybe a slower, depression but heck you were in junior high and you know and with social media it's like oh of course he's gonna have a (laughs) bad attitude about this stuff i feel like that way too but then you know it it got beyond just being kind of low or or numb or whatever yeah yeah well i mean i'll never forget my first existential crisis i was i was nine (laughs) (laughs) i was nine years old laying in my bed at the house (laughs) and yeah i'll never forget that feeling and i still experience it sometimes yeah, but that definitely part of, at least, and one of my friends is going through some stuff right now, and yeah. and the existential crisis is a big one, and I don't think it usually doesn't hit people till later in life, but mm-hmm. I mean, I guess part of it might have to do with your, um, the way you think, and mm-hmm. if you're just, you know, you see things a lot more logically, or also the fact that we have access to infinite knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. It's you just can't compare anything really. Um, so is it like an overthinking? Yeah, I'm like what is life for? Kind of. Well, like you're listening to Creed again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think just like, I mean, thinking about death is well, sure. Yeah, that's how. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, when you're a kid and you 
about death and you and you know especially when you're a teenager and you know you're like oh atheism <laughs> hardcore <laughs> like yeah screw the government yeah you know it's and then but you kind of realize like that it's bs but there's still elements of truth and i mean nobody knows the answers and it's a hard thing to accept and well, God can spiral you into madness yeah. <laughs> well yeah, yeah for sure think of the uh speaking of creed the cover of my own prison well yeah. sure actually i, I kind of was that. half joking but i'm not because yeah. i mean that yeah like scott is an amazing I always, Christian i always imagine that that yeah. picture is the prison is his mind oh, well it is I absolutely assume, yeah. yeah i haven't listened to that in he years struggled hard and his stepdad too was yeah. a monster yeah. and yeah his, his book is really good if you have time to read it it's, it's sitting right up yeah. there right now yeah in the living yeah. room I yeah. See, yeah. I see it, yeah but yeah it's uh because those are the questions and and um you know, that is why, you know, religion can help mm-hmm. some people to, to find some peace with things. Although, you know, as, as we get, you know, a little bit more quote unquote scientific, we start to poke holes in, in, in the, the logic of it, but it's the stories, you know, you just have to back up. And there just... was a really good quote and I, it was from some, I think it was an old philosophic, you know, political writer and he was, oh, okay, it's coming to me. It was like the guy Oh, th- so I was learning about the Illuminati, not mm-hmm. not the Illuminati that's watching us and right yeah. now and telling us to do this, but the actual where the Illuminati came from. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know about it, but basically the guy, there's like, it was initially supposed to be about like religion or something, but the guy's quote was religion and science should be friends and not competitors. Yeah, totally. And I think that's a really important, that's a, great quote. That's a really wow. important thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're ever bored and want to learn something, look into the Illuminati, um, like the actual, Illuminati. yeah, it's pretty fascinating. Not, not the conspiratorial. Yeah, yeah. No, the, and like the eye of Providence and like yeah. the triangle with the eye. It's pretty cool stuff. For sure. Yeah. I was going to ask you, um, what advice would you give to someone, some parents, some kids as someone that's gone through it what advice could you give let's say from a parent's perspective parents don't be assholes <laughs> <laughs> well no, when I'm they're trying kidding. to support um, someone no, I, that's know. Depressed. I know i'm just kidding yeah no um, i agree no i well i mean as a parent i think um i mean not <laughs> not to be i guess as we were talking about yesterday servile or um you know um but i think you guys are really good examples of how to how to be Aww. thanks so, i mean i mean i think if you look at people who have how many people have come on the other side of something like that yeah i can only think of me <laughs> unfortunately and that i don't want it to be that way that sucks i'm not trying to be selfish in saying that i wish other people had parents and i mean well i actually in a lot of my experiences i've talked to a lot of parents and it's very sad there's one parent that comes into particular I don't know how much I told you guys about him, but he's a great, great guy. He loved his family, and he might Mm. make me cry. Jesus. That's okay. Um, But, uh, like, I I drove him to the liquor store once because I was like, oh, sure. I mean, I feel bad for you. Mm -hmm. And um, he gave me some fucking cigarettes or something for driving (laughs) him. But on the way there, I was like, you know, I know your kid's going through some stuff right now. Is that going? By the time we got back to his house, he looked at me. He was like, you know. I got more out of this conversation with you than I have out of anybody, any therapist I've talked to. He's like, can I give you, can I take your number? And I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's something. And and then, you know, he fucked up and asked me to sell drugs with him a couple times. (laughs) 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 But, you know, um, but it's what I'm I'm getting at by that is that they just, people need someone to talk to about stuff and they need someone to listen to. And yeah. Um, Free of judgment, I think. Yeah. 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 And I mean, I really understood what he was talking about. For sure. um, Yeah. So that's something I think, but yeah, for advice, like, I guess just be open-minded, be willing to learn and be be willing to be wrong. I think it's advice that goes a long way as it is, but um, advice, especially think of advice that's not cliche or something that you might not have heard. Um, I mean, for kids, I think uh, one of my friends, when we started to connect more after I started feeling better, he said uh, he really had has a lot of respect for me because I was always myself. I was never someone that I 
wasn't trying to be someone else. So I think it, it's really important to do what you want. And I think that's a, a big part of uh, what can make people circle inwards is like um, and isolate is feeling like they uh, can't be themselves. And I mean, in mm-hmm. the song that we use for the slideshow, I don't know when you're posting it. I guess we should wait for the guy to get back to me. But nah. um, yeah, we'll it'll see. Be, it'll but be okay. Yeah, like one of the one of the f- messages to God is that he wants he just wants to be himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like I'm definitely pursuing my self interest now. Like I'm sure. getting into chess, yeah. and it's pretty sick. Like <laughs> solving Rubik's you know, cubes, no big yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah, it's just but yeah, like cigars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I guess just some cliche like that <laughs> yeah, yeah well that's good that's good um, yeah yeah i think like as parents it's you feel like you just don't know what to do where to turn mm-hmm. you know and i guess everybody's so different that there's just not one magic well yeah i guess i had a what i and what i was going with with that story with the kid's dad was like he had the balls to just ask me because it mm-hmm. helped and i'm you know i was like 16 yeah. but like <laughs> yeah I, like that's i mean i have a lot of respect like if if he really got a lot out of the conversation and then i'm totally willing to talk again i love talking about shit yeah. <laughs> like that so um i think yeah if there's something that helps you like unless it's like heroin then <laughs> something well, that, that yeah, can is first, deadly yeah. then yeah. don't Another. pursue that but um yeah if there's somebody that you can talk to do it for sure, that's a, it's a tough thing for people to to talk about. There's a lot of a lot of elements of shame and embarrassment, but mm-hmm. also, um, you know, it's just it's hard to. Sometimes it's easier to stuff them down, but uh, yep. it, it'll always come back to get in the way. And you know, I think when you're truly depressed, I mean, God willing, I will never know that feeling. But it seems like you don't even know yourself. Mm-hmm. That's one of the hardest parts. Is you don't want to. Um, I guess you don't want to make it make it about you, but at the same time you want to feel good. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's just it is really just a constant cycle of it's like a, I don't know maybe like a, a big gear with a bunch of little cogs mm-hmm. and it, they're all spinning and um, like yeah I don't know something like that. So it's got to be how it, when you don't even know yourself what it is to be able to go and talk to somebody about it. Definitely. I well, mean, it, yeah, definitely identifying it is difficult because you don't, uh, and you also don't know maybe it's just the way you are. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it is. <laughs> some, some people I, have a, a, a set mood to a point. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. for me, like isolating was something, but I like to be alone still. Like I love yeah. just being in my fucking room and mm-hmm. reading and playing my guitar. I don't really like, you know, I have friends and I love them, but I just like to be alone. And that's, and that's also something being able to really identify a part of yourself and say, is this actually because I'm not feeling good or is this because I just like to be alone and that's totally fine. Like, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you'll probably be more productive if you're alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I remember one of the, like, one of the saddest things that you ever said to me was that you, you just didn't, you didn't know, you didn't know what you were supposed to be. Like you asked me one time, is this what, is this what is, I am going to be about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That true. was so sad. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it definitely becomes your identity because you, you have to, well, you have to live with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it really does beg the question, uh, do I have to live this way forever? Yeah, um, yeah. and I think you were, like, th- there was times when you were you were giving up. Well, yeah, and it's definitely not even, like, a cry for help. Well, it is, but it's also, it's more of, like, a genuine question. Like, is this what life is supposed to be? Like, is am I just not used to it? Like, it's a genuine question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would like to say that the answer is no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, at yeah. least I think it it does suck that it's individual, but I think if you know I can come through it, then yeah, definitely, sure, absolutely, anybody can. And yeah. I know you struggle with like, yeah, definitely, like what is what is normal, like 
I like you didn't you said you didn't know yourself. Yeah, really. definitely. We were just talking about that yesterday. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think. Well, one thing that really helped me was walking. I can remember I would walk all the time. Yeah. Walk to yeah. and well, walk from school, and I again because I just and I was actually just talking to my therapist about this, like how I even now I kind of almost wish I could just experience a day like that again, just where mm-hmm. I could just I I mean I think about it, I was grade nine, I was like fourteen, I had no I had nothing to worry about, I just go yeah. to school, go to my friend's house, have supper walk take a four hour walk home and listen to music and i don't have to fucking answer my phone yeah you know i just listen to this amazing music and think and yeah i mean that's definitely that was a a pivotal year in a lot of ways grade nine grade nine yeah, so, so funny because i was thinking remember i was saying that the Bare Naked Ladies song. I think I referenced it in the oh, last really? episode. Yeah, because they have that song called Grade 9. It's yeah. just hilarious. But. Well, and I think it's a, like an unfortunate amalgamation of, if that's the right word, or an unfortunate you know combination of the fact that you're a 15-year-old kid in a suburban neighborhood and you, n- you never really had to worry about fucking food on the plate. If anything, there's too much food. You're fucking throwing it out. You know, you don't have to worry about this stuff. <laughs> What, like, there's nothing to worry about, so you. But your mind is wired to worry, so you're going to start mm-hmm. worrying about something, and you're going to get sad about something. But Absolutely. you've never been given the opportunity to be sad. And then when you are sad, it's like, well, why are you sad? Yeah, you, you have all this stuff exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the. I mean, I think it's something that it's. I can see why people misunderstand it, but you just have to take, sit, sit, sit there and take five minutes and think about it biologically yeah you're you're wired to feel certain ways and when you're in a society where we live in a society where um you know you everything is provided for you in fact there's excess that's gonna fuck you up and we've never seen this in the world yeah so yeah yeah (laughs) it's a it's just a it's just an unfortunate combination and that's why i think that hopefully a lot of people can relate to what i'm saying or at least if i'm saying something i can maybe clarify how you're feeling because I know that I felt I can see that I feel I felt the way a lot of people do mm-hmm. but when you're in that mode it's you, you don't know how you can't explain it so I think it would be helpful to have somebody tell you and then you're like oh yeah I do feel that way or yeah I agree with that like yeah so yeah I think societal influence is a big big part of it um directly or indirectly i don't you know i was never bullied except for like grade one when that kid took my toque that was like the only i've never had a well, problem I put with my bullying yeah yeah you didn't Mom but, that, but. so like yeah never bullied but i still you know yeah <laughs> one thing that's been really awesome you've been a very insightful person Mm-hmm. so that's been that's been really good too yeah well i okay <laughs> said i had a lot of time to think in grade nine <laughs> just hours but it was great but yeah you um i think it is fortunate that i'm able to articulate my sentences and articulate my thoughts and yeah, it's i mean it's, your, it's helped you get better definitely yeah and i think it some people just aren't able to do that and it's not being smart or not smart it's just it's not, like some people's brains you can think it and you can't speak it or neither but yeah so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. and so as of today things are looking pretty damn good yeah it's yeah. very good <laughs> you've been working so hard on your guitar mm-hmm. yeah it's great school school's good yeah everything's good <laughs> yeah can't complain but I, and also i think that's another big part of it was learning to live with being fortunate and um happy like learning to live with being happy Mm -hmm. and just just relaxing and just like okay like just chill out you know i think i was very obsessed with making sure that you don't want to be sad so you want to go i you know i wanted to go out of my way to make sure that i was not sad Mm -hmm. um and uh Almost, well, there's actually a Haken album where, like, the protagonist sees the way he dies in a dream. 
and he spends his entire life trying to prevent himself from dying and then in the end from what i take from it is that he was the killer himself the man in the mirror is is pretty deep shit but (laughs) um but yeah no so i think kind of like it's almost like that like you kind of you start to try and so hard to prevent something that you end up just Mm -hmm. making it worse anyways so just being able to just breathe and relax and just you know yeah. I don't know. <laughs> awesome. Like yoga is good. Yeah. I started yeah. doing some yoga. Yeah, exercising is the best. Yeah. Physical health yeah, is very, very important. Yeah. And, yeah. It is very important. Uh, you know, some people think they can get out of it with yoga or, you know, whatever, but it's a combination. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, you know, there's a lot of people, I think, that are scared of criticism, mostly from people who don't understand. And mm-hmm. But, I mean, I'm, I have no concerns about those people because, mm-hmm. you should, one, they're probably struggling with shit themselves, and that sucks. Mm-hmm. Two is that just they, they just have to sit for five minutes and think, like, like if you if you don't think that something like that, like a chemical imbalance in the brain is possible, then you have no understanding of biology exactly and i mean i don't pretend to have an understanding of biology in the first place i fucking hate science well the classes i'm taking right now are very very boring but yeah it doesn't it doesn't take a you don't need a degree to understand that something like that is possible so just chew like yeah (laughs) exactly you don't need to you know the snap out of it yeah and i think it's very easy to to get pissed off at those people but I definitely don't concern myself with people like that. That's just, they're going through their own stuff and I can't concern myself with them. Yeah. Well, that's been awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for sharing no, everything. For sure, bud. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, no, I like to uh, discuss and with the hopes of that someone, I mean, somebody already reached out to you and that's awesome. Yeah. That's, no, it's yeah. been really good. I've been really... Um, We've been both, well, been really touched by the people and the messages. And that's kind of what we really, that's why we did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, we can see that it's reached out to some people, that's, that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Because we were, uh, I mean, I, I can't say that we were alone, but it was hard. Yeah. We didn't really know what to do either. I guess we had been through it somewhat the through with Amy but you know it's uh yeah it's a jungle out there so you do your best and you know unfortunately sometimes some of the the movements around you know the people like at least there's like the the bell let's talk mental health day and Mm -hmm. things like that um yeah it's definitely getting better I think um I mean yeah I can't imagine living with something like that in decades ago yeah, it's oh, no wonder these musicians. Are, well, we were talking about oh, that on the music sure. podcast. Absolutely, name drop, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah it's no wonder that so many that there's literally a club of people who died at age 27 in the music industry alone. <laughs> yeah, like really, yeah. like you, you know, and to those people that you know might not believe or whatever, like just look around you. Come on, yeah. like just. Don't yeah. be dumb. <laughs> Don't be a dummy. <laughs> well, for yeah. sure. Before people used to just drink and smoke. smoke well, and the, the people that are and... saying that are usually alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah. What, and that's nothing to laugh at. Alcoholism well, no, of course not. Yeah. Thing, but... but let's not kid ourselves. That, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Life is rough. We all need to kind of chill out once in a while. And sometimes it, it, it you get in a funk and it's really hard to get out. And I definitely think one thing that you said in the past is that there's really – no excuses anymore there's so many tools mm-hmm. to deal with things that at least yeah. for an adult that's living with something yeah it's yeah. i don't still don't know if i would say that it it, it co- does come down to choice and circumstance but yeah um there's so many resources and it people i don't think people use them enough well definitely not and um, it's it it is difficult but yeah the, you gotta just take those first steps and 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 you know the funny thing is too if you if you ask around you know, every, everyone's got their a story everyone's to tell, right? You know, yeah. they're just either really good at hiding it or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think like just to make the point of like when you're younger and you're a teenager and stuff, 
you don't have the same capacity as an adult mm-hmm. to make Definitely. those decisions. And I think that's where a lot of times, well, I mean, it happens to adults too, but where the teenagers go down the wrong path when they're struggling because what do you turn to if you're struggling and you don't have the support? Yeah, it's, You uh, turn the wrong way. Yeah, sure. it's no, no wonder. So. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of... A lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other ballgame. It's just hard to, I've, I sometimes I think somewhat philosophically about how if I f- think about all the pain I felt and put it in a ball maybe, let's mm-hmm. say, or something like that, you know, uh, personify it and multiply that by all the people in where we live that are feeling that. Mm-hmm. And this is just one town. Yeah. yeah and multiply that times millions around the world and just like think about how much how much really if you really think about it like that like all the pain i felt let's say is a ball maybe the size of that fits in my hand let's you know whatever and you multiply that by all the people in a town by all the towns across the world it's a big fucking ball (laughs) like that's a lot of pain in the world and um yeah there's 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 hope you know i don't want to I definitely don't want to, tr- and what I'm trying not to do is to just be cliche mm-hmm. because that, that never really helped me. It was like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I understand that stuff. So I'm trying to be different, but still get across the same point. So yeah. um, if I stumble upon my words, that's where I'm going. Well, they're, they're cliches because they're true, mm-hmm. but definitely. It, they're, they can have the same impact if, if whoever's saying the cliche really understands yeah, the words. Because sometimes yeah. it's easy to say thoughts and prayers, but... If you actually mean thoughts and yeah. prayers, it's a, a whole different story, right? So, yeah, that's uh, it's okay to to repeat some of the the old school tropes. Yeah. But yeah, yeah well, well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, Bud. Hopefully, yeah, uh, of course, we can. Uh, your mom and I are gonna put a lid on this somehow. I guess you know we just ever since we went through this with you, we we knew that uh, you know your mom was always so good to take pictures and. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's so good with remembering names and, yeah, you know, and, um, yeah, well, I, and I mentioned this in the, don't remember which music podcast, it might've been Rod Cooter. Uh, somehow we, I got talking about Mac Miller, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, like Mac Miller said that all, you know, he wanted to make art because he didn't want his pain and struggle to be for nothing. Yeah, that's right. So I think that's a, definitely there is, um, if there's one thing I wanted to get across about this too, is that, um, it's not doing this is not for for attention exactly. for the sake of getting attention and capitalizing yeah. on something like mental illness it's yeah. getting attention for the right reasons of bringing awareness to something and um because yeah if you if you just don't want to do it because you don't want to think people to think you're an attention whore then it probably was for nothing you got to yeah. do of you, you want to if you want to change it then uh, be the change you want to see or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's very sure. true. Yeah. yeah. We should probably thank uh, our sponsors today. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so. we are incredibly proud of you and yeah. how far you've Thanks. come. And uh, yeah. we just couldn't be more thankful. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah, you betcha. And thank you for like sharing that too about doing it for the right reasons because mm-hmm. – I, it isn't easy to share everything, you know, not sure. really. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some things I, I mean, there, I'm very open about sharing things. I don't think there's much I wouldn't share. Yeah. Really. There's also some things that, you know, you would share in context, but you don't, wouldn't yeah, necessarily definitely. share it. Just blah, 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 yeah, blah, exactly. right? yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, but that's why discussions, especially long form discussions are so important because you can. You know, we're so used to 140 characters in a tweet and a, yeah. and a blog post on Reddit, but th- yeah. you know, this is this is more than that. Uh, you need these discussions. And yeah, it is. Every everyone's situation is going to be a little bit different too, and that's mm-hmm. that's okay. But sometimes the maybe not the solutions, but the the some of the the tactics and the ways forward to getting through it are can be pretty similar. You yeah, know? not not internalizing it and and mm-hmm. reaching out and reading. And yeah, not being afraid to treat mental health issues as a medical condition mm-hmm. yeah that you know, definitely you know when we were talking about the when we went into the you know my kids psychiatric wing 
when you go into a regular part of the hospital, you've got people that are uh, third degree burns across their whole body, and then some people have a broken arm. It, they're still needed to be in the hospital. It's so, true, yeah. You know. That is true. Yeah, no, for sure. And I always think about, like, you know, just to wrap it up, but over the years, like, of people saying, well, oh, I remember someone in particular telling me one time it wasn't in regards to you it was in regards to somebody else but um you know I was lamenting about how somebody was telling me that the depressed person can just get up and carry on Mm -hmm. like just get up and I was like well I just I can't imagine that and this person said well yeah yeah they they can (laughs) and uh was somebody that I actually really really liked I just had to like walk away. Well, and I think the one thing to say about that is they, they're right. They can. But when you have that attitude, that's what leads people to fucking kill themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Straight up is. No, yeah. That's, yeah, you're right. You're right. A depressed person can get up and get out of bed. There's a reason that they don't. And if you mm-hmm. really want to keep pushing them, then you're going to push them too yeah. far and that's going to be your fault. Well, yeah. Just, just call them lazy and then they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll snap out help. of it and everything's good. Yeah. Don't be like, so just, lazy. Yeah. I think that person who said that, I'm assuming they should just stop drinking. Yeah. You typically. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say what that person wasn't a drinker, but uh, no, that's there right. was another aspect to it. Yeah. Of course. Uh, well, we'll leave that one to no. the side well no and we have we have to try and yeah. try and be above that and just uh, everyone's yeah. going through their things and doing their best so yeah so with that okay well let's close this off thanks for listening mm-hmm. to the unbroken podcast uh thanks cohen for stepping yeah. in on this thanks one. cohen and, thanks yep. everybody yeah we'll uh talk to <laughs> you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll give yourselves a hand